you know how badly we had been treated at Philippi just before we came to you and how much we suffered there. Yet our God gave us the courage to declare his good news to you boldly in spite of great opposition. So you can see we were not preaching with any deceit or impure motives or trickery. For we speak as messengers approved by God to be entrusted with the good news. Our purpose is to please God, not people. He alone examines the motives of our hearts. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his word. Amen. So I'll read verse 4 again. So we are continuing with our message on how to please God. For we speak as messengers approved by God to be entrusted with the good news. Our purpose is to please God, not people. He alone examines the motives. So it means that it is only God who is allowed to examine our motives, why we do certain things, and our hearts. I, I'm not supposed to examine, well, once in a while I try to do that with my children, but it's not allowed. It is only God who is allowed to examine our motives and our hearts. Only God. Hallelujah. So we talked about the fact that it is very important to desire to please God. Then we talked about the fact that Jesus said, what Jesus said about pleasing men versus God. Then we also read King David's example. Hallelujah. Then we read the, third, the, the letter or the epistle of Apostle Paul to the church at Colossae. Chapter 1, verse 1 to 11. And then we began to talk about or hear about how to please God. What are the steps to please God? How do you and I please God? Do you want to know about it? Amen. The first way to please God is to love God and love each other. Hallelujah. We said a lot about that. Love God and love each other. Jesus said in John uh, uh, 13, 34, and 35, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that ye love one another. So meaning that love each other the same way I have loved you. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another or one to another. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Then we all know about the most important scripture. If you look at... Um, Deuteronomy 6, 4, and 5. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. For thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. Hallelujah. And then Jesus explains it in uh, uh, Matthew chapter 22 uh, from verse 34. Hallelujah. Uh, 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 when the scribes, when the Pharisees heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, or some of the teachers heard that Jesus had put the Sadducees to silence. Because they asked him a question tempting him, and he put them to silence about the resurrection and so many other questions. So when he had heard that the Pharise when the Pharisees had heard that Jesus had put the Sadducees to silence, then one of them, who was a lawyer, asked Jesus a question, tempting him, saying, "Master, which is the great commandment in the law?" And then Jesus said, "Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart." And with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang or support all the law 
and the prophets. Mark explains it and gives the, the, the full detail of this uh, question they asked Jesus and how Jesus answered it. Mark says it by quoting Deuteronomy 6, 4, and 5. Hallelujah. So love God. Number two, we talked about serving God. We need to serve God and there are great rewards for serving God. When we love God and love each other, we please God because uh, we must go back to our first love. When we go back to our first love of, for lo of loving God and, and desiring to please him, we will please God. Hallelujah. And also, when we serve God, we please him. And there are great rewards for that. Number three, you and I, we please God by taking care of our parents. And we read 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 1 to 4, and Colossians chapter 3, verse 20, and Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 to 4. And then we also read Matthew chapter 15, verse 1 to 5. We read a lot of uh, scriptures. Uh, let me just read uh, Ephesians 6, 1 to 4. Children, NLT. Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord. For this is the right thing to do. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you and you will live, have a long life on the earth. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Uh, did I hear laugh? <laughs> Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. So you and I must remember the way we honor our parents is to give them gifts, is to just honor them in any way we can. Number four, what was number four? You cannot please God if you walk in the flesh. So how you live, think, and make decisions will determine how you please God. So we talked a lot about it, and we said that we cannot please God if we are walking in the flesh. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8, we'll just say something very quick and continue so that we can continue the message. Romans chapter 8, uh, from verse 1 to 8, but let's read from verse 6 to 8 in the Good News translation. To be controlled by human nature results in death. To be controlled by the Spirit results in life and peace. And so... People become enemies of God when they are controlled by their human nature. For they do not obey God's law, and in fact, they cannot obey it. Those who obey their human nature cannot please God. Cannot. Weymouth New Testament says, Because for the mind to be given up to earthly things means death. But for it to be given up to spiritual things means life and peace. Abandonment to earthly things is a state of enmity to God. Such a mind does not submit to God's law and indeed cannot do so. And those whose hearts are abandoned in earthly things cannot please God. So if you and I are into earthly things, like we said many times, we cannot please God. Hallelujah. And then we also read Matthew 16, 24 and 25. And then James chapter 4, verse 1 to 4, we read it. Now let's read uh, just a couple more verses, maybe one more verse, and then we will move to the next. First Corinthians chapter 2, from verse 12 to 15. 
the first epistle of Apostle Paul to the church at Corinth, chapter 2, verse 12 to 15. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us by God. Oh, glory to God. The Holy Spirit reveals all that God has for us. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spirituals or spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth, judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. Now look at it in NLT. Let's just go from verse 14 to 15 in the NLT. But people who aren't Christians cannot understand these truth, truths from God's spirit. It all sounds foolish to them because only those who have the spirit can understand what the spirit means. We, we who have the spirit understand these things, but others can't understand us at all. Is that verse 15? Verse 15, please. Okay, that's, is that verse 15? Okay. Yes, you see how the NLT and, yeah. Okay, but it still gives us a nice summary. Now let's use ESV for verse 14 and 15. Now, you will see, is that ESV? Verse 14 and 15, very good. The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. Continue. The spiritual person judges all things but is himself to be judged by no one. So this is very important. This is just saying that the natural man or the unchristian way of thinking or the non-spiritual way of thinking or thinking which is not in line with the word of God, it's a problem to God because we, that kind of thinking will not agree with what God is saying. That kind of mindset will not agree with what God says. Why should you pay tithe? Why should you go to church? Why should you serve God? Why should you always be active in church and always in church? Why should you go to church three times a week? The natural man will not, the natural man will say it's a cult. I remember there was a man, uh, 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 I, I, you know, in our church uh, uh, or in, in the church uh, I used to pastor in Minneapolis. And that, that particular person, his Family members said he was in a cult. Why? Because he was going to church 30 times a week. And I said, someone who is talking like that, that, that does not know the Bible. Because when you read Acts chapter 2, they went daily. So such a person who is saying someone is in a cult because they are going to church three times a week has not read the Bible and has no right to even speak. Because if they, they read the Bible, they'll know from Acts chapter 2, the model of the church. And they went daily in the temple with one accord. And it was not just uh, unemployed. It wasn't as if they were unemployed. Accountants were there. 
Doctors were amongst them. Lawyers were amongst them. Hallelujah. So it's very, very important for us to realize that if we are not careful, we will not think in a spiritual way and we will think in a normal human way and will not please God. So remember that this is very important. We please God by thinking in a spiritual way and not in a normal way of thinking. Hallelujah. Number six. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 to 6. I'll not say too much about this because we've heard a lot about it everywhere. Christian television, every, uh, everywhere we hear about it. But these other things are not heard of a lot. Hallelujah. So number six, when we demonstrate our faith in God, we please him. That's No, sorry, that's number... Number five. Hallelujah. What number is it? Five. Okay, I wanted to make sure that everyone has it. Five. Especially the sister with the glasses. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. By it, the elders obtained a good report. Oh, may you and I obtain a good report in heaven because of our faith. Next verse. For by it, by, for, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed, or the universe was framed by the word of God, or by Jesus Christ. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So let me read this in the, in, in, in the way it's, it's read. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by Jesus Christ. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Colossians 1 says that he, everything was created by Jesus Christ and for him. Hallelujah. Verse, next verse. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. Please continue. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. The Bible says Enoch walked with God and was not because God took him. Now, when you read the Genesis account and Hebrews 11 account, it gives you a picture. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Now, let's find out what he did to please God for God to take him. But without faith, it is impossible to please God or to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. But believing that he is, most people do, but that's not enough. That's where a lot of Christians fall short. And I'll prove it to you in James chapter 2. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That's where part 2 is, comes in. Now look at James chapter 2. Let's go to verse 14. We'll read my brethren, have, have not the faith of our Lord, uh, is that 14? James 2, 14. Okay. What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and have not works, can that faith save him or can faith save him? Let's continue. We'll just quickly go through. If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, 
notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? In First John, it says that how can you say you have love when you see your brother or sister in need and you shut up your bowels of compassion from them? How can you say the love of God dwells in you? And one of you say unto the, okay, next verse. Even so, faith, if it had not works, is dead being alone. We are not talking about works. We are talking about faith without action or corresponding action. Faith without corresponding action to prove the faith is dead being alone. Uh, we'll talk about that another time. When we are talking about faith. Even so, yeah, <laughs> yeah a man may say, thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. So believing that there is a God has not saved, helped anyone. Because the devils believe and tremble. But we don't tremble because at least they have seen him. Thou believest that there is one God. Oh, thou doest well. Jesus' brother was clapping for them. Thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. So it shows that at least they believe that there is a God more than many Christians. That's why they are trembling. Because of their judgment to come. What does the next verse say? But will thou, and it goes on. This is a very good uh, scripture. So, Hebrews 11.6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. That one we know that that's not enough. That's why there's an end. Because believing that God is, is not enough because the devils believe and they are trembling. But the next part is where the two meet. Who glory. Because you, 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 you cannot diligently seek him unless you believe him. So you have to believe before you can do the part B. And that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. ESV, please. And then NLT. I won't say too much about this. Yes, ESV. <laughs> and without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Think about it. They, you believe that he exists and rewards those who seek him. Oh, why? Oh, let her, let her go back and do it. Yeah, keep trying. Don't worry. Oh, okay. What's the next? What, what, what's the uh, 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 NLT? <laughs> Is it good? So you see, it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that there is a God or one God and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. So the question is, do we sincerely seek him? Do we sincerely seek him? If you and I sincerely seek God, we please him. If a Christian sincerely seeks God with corresponding action then we please God but how do you know you see you are, you are seeking God 
How do you know you are seeking God to please him? How do you know that you are pleasing God? Is it because, oh, I feel I'm pleasing God, so I'm pleasing God? That's not how the Bible works. That's the, God doesn't do that. Oh, I feel I'm pleasing him. When I'm worshiping, I cry. Oh, I'm looking forward to the times I'll start crying in church. Doing worship. As for crying, they will cry, will roll, will, yeah, will, will worship proper in Jesus' name. But how do you know you are seeking God? It's by action, by doing what he says we should do. It's by, it's by seeking to please him. It's by, by, by diligently seeking him, seeking his face. I want God. I want your presence. I want you. I want to know you. I love you. Lord, how can I be in your presence? How can I serve you? How can I fellowship with you? I want to be like you. By praying, by, by everything that comes with seeking God. It's not just a one thing. It's not just serving him in church. It includes serving him in church, but it's bigger than that. It's finding his heart, seeking his heart. You see that Enoch, he walked with God. The Bible says that, for we walk by faith and not by sight. So Enoch was, was directed by the Bible. He was motivated by the Bible. My mathematics professor asked me in, in, in university, bachelor's, asked me, and my friend, because of our grades, we were doing very well. And we as she was showing some very complex thing, we were showing the other people. <laughs> I didn't understand, though. I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> we were, as we were showing complex things, we were showing them the easy route. And everybody, people were turning to us in London. Oh, this is, this is better. So he got confused and his face changed. And he said, what motivates you to use this method? But we didn't understand the question. So we just said, we don't know. <laughs> and because of that, it, they penalized my friend. <laughs> That's a whole different story another time. But what I'm saying is that it's very important to know that if what motivates you and I in life, is it the Bible? Is it God? Is it seeking to please God? Is it seeking to please God or man? Is it seeking... You see, when I used to, you see, when people are serving in church, I can tell those who are pleasing, trying to please God and people who are trying to please me. Those who are trying to please me, at a point, they just stop or they falter. Because when you are trying to please God, you know falter because you know what you are doing. What motivates you and I when we wake up? Of course, if you have to work and you, you have got bills to pay, yes, you are waking up to pay the bills, but... In your heart, what in your mind, what are you thinking about? Are you thinking about God? Let's think about our God. Are, are we desiring to search the scriptures? Search the scriptures. Are we desiring to search the scriptures to know him? Jesus said, my yoke is easy. My burden is easy and light. It's very light. Very, very light. Very, very light. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. I'll give you rest. My yoke is so easy. My bedding is very light. But come to me and learn of me. My people are destroyed for lack of what? Knowledge in who? God and his word. So how do you sincerely seek God? It is an inward thing. An inward thing. Sincerely seeking God is something you do in the heart. It's not a display. It's not trying to impress. It is something we do 
after church. It's something we do in our quietness. It's something we do when we have time to ourselves and there is time to pray and there is time to read the Bible. There's a Bible in front of you. It is, it, it is when we are trying to please God by not lying, by not bearing false witness, by uh, uh, being upright, by not sinning, so many things. So w- diligently seeking him is, oh God, how can I please you? Lord, I'm struggling. to. I, I lie a lot and I don't want to lie because I really want to please you. I really want to please you. I really am seeking for you. I want you, Lord. But I'm struggling. I, I keep lying. Before I'm about, just about, as I'm about to speak the truth, the lie comes. And if I feel like a pathological liar, Lord, help me. You are diligently seeking him. So far as you sincerely mean it, and he'll help you. So the Bible says Enoch walked with God and was not because God took him. Because he had this testimony that he pleased God. Hallelujah. Faith is what we see in the Bible. When you see Abel. So you please God when you sacrifice in faith. You please God when you are moved with reverence. The Bible says, and Noah being moved with reverence because of the warning from God, he built the ark. I don't know, I'm speaking to somebody. So, 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 seeking him is being moved with reverence. Wow, God said this. This is an emergency. God said, I must forgive. I have to. God says, I must love. I have to love. God says, so I must. God says, so I must. God said it in his word and I took it. God said, do A, B, C. I believe his word and I did it. Imagine how Abraham looked when he had to leave his father's house. How odd he looked. Imagine how all these people looked. Daniel, how did Daniel look when the, 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 the Babylonians, they had special diet, sacrifice to idols and different spices and demonic things, but, but it was helping the people to become clean and fair, demonically. Are you getting me? And Daniel was able to say, because he took a risk, they could have killed him for even suggesting that I'll not take it, the, 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 the food, but I'll take my own food. The risk pleased God. Daniel being told that if you speak or ask a petition or pray to any God or anyone apart from the king, for a certain period of time, if anyone is caught doing that, they'll be thrown into the den of lions. And Daniel because he wanted to please God and to seek God diligently, he opened the windows towards Jerusalem and he prayed three times a day as he did a four time. Sincerely seeking God depends on the individual. David had a different way. Abraham had a different way. David had to be running around, all sorts of things. Abraham had to just trust God and make love to his wife. 
That was Abraham. Moved from his father's house. Believed God for a child. That was Abraham. Moses had to reject riches. He chose rather to suffer affliction with the children of God, even though he was the prince of Egypt, to, to suffer affliction with the children of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin. Because he was taught many curious arts, many mystical things in, in Pharaoh's house as he grew up. He was taught so many demonic charms, so many things. And he had to forsake all of that. I said he had to what, forsake all of that. And forsake the, 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 the nice clothing, the nice perfumes, the, all the different experiences, the riches of Egypt, the superpower in those days, where the pharaohs were. The, the pharaohs were like gods there. So imagine someone who lives in a house of a, in quote, God. They worshipped the pharaohs then. They saw them as gods, and yet he left that place, left, left, to suffer affliction. That is seeking God diligently. It's different for everyone. Hallelujah. Hosea, different. Amos, different. Everyone had a different cause. Now, what is your cause? How, well, how, how am I going to diligently see God? How are you going to diligently see God? What is the price you and I need to pay to please God? Enoch walked with God. When you read the book of, I mean, anyway, I don't want to get people into all this. We, have not, we don't have time to read the Bible. <laughs> Hallelujah. But Enoch, very wild guy. Very wild. Hallelujah. Very strong man of faith. He was so powerful in pleasing God that God just said, look, he's going. I'm, I'm taking him. So it also means that there are times that someone can please God and God will say, okay, you come to heaven. But, yeah, Lord, we want to please you, but just give us time. <laughs> just give us time. Hallelujah. So how many see the importance of pleasing God? We must desire to please him. We must sincerely seek him. What does it mean to the Bible? God said, if you seek me with all your heart, you find me. So seeking God, seeking something is chasing after it, searching for it, looking out for it, look, trying your best to find it, knocking for it, seeking, seeking. How can I find it? So when God sees that you and I are desperately seeking for him, desperately looking for him, desperately grasping to try to find him, to try to, to hear his voice, to try to speak to him, to try to know him more. When God sees that, God says, wow, this person has faith in me. I'm pleased with the person. Because to have faith in a God you cannot see is not a small thing. To give your life to someone you've not seen but you've only read about. And the Holy Spirit has given you witness of that person. It's not a small thing. The angels are, in fact, the angels are impressed. But sometimes when we misbehave, they are like, what is wrong with this guy? What is wrong with this lady? I'm sure angels, they see us and they're like, what is going on with them? But the angels are impressed with our faith. The Bible says that, uh, uh, I think Peter or Paul, one of them said that, and the angels, this thing, these are things that angels are looking at, 
are looking towards. It's like they don't understand it and they are, they are looking at it. This whole salvation thing, they, they, they are looking into it. It's, it's, it's marvelous to them. When, you, when, when you, are, you, you are in the spirit world and you go out of the earth, you see that the earth is dark. Dark. Gloom. Not, not dark world. And yet, we have faith in God. That's why God is pleased. Because what, God, what, what, we, what we are telling God is, God, we know you exist. We believe your word. When you say you do something, we know you do it. When you tell us to do something, we'll, make a, we'll do our best to do it. When you say we shouldn't do something, we'll try our best not to do it. Because we believe you. We believe your word. We know that your word is true. Oh, that will please him. He will say that, wow, this person, I'm pleased with him. That's why Abraham, God said, wow, Abraham, you did not withhold your son, your only son from me. Wow. God was like, no, this guy, I'm your, you, you are, we are friends. Moses, you see, to whom much is given, much is required. Moses, the things he had, the things he had to give up. It says, let, let's, let's go back, okay. Uh, we, we, in time, when we are talking about faith, as you go on, you see it, uh, Moses. It talks about Moses. The fact that he, he forsook the treasures of Egypt. If I let's continue, you see it. Wow, Moses, all this you had, you are willing to let it go for someone you've not seen. Even though you were, you, were, you, you were trained in the universities of Egypt, you were a scholar there, and you had more, won many wars for Pharaoh. All these things, you were at a high level. You left all this for me. Please, let's continue. Hallelujah. Wow. By faith, Noah being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear or reverence, prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world because the fact that he believed God because God was speaking to them he believed God so by he believing God it meant that the others could have believed and didn't believe they were condemned for that he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith continue by faith Abraham when he was called to go out into a place which he should re after receive for an inheritance obeyed and he went out not knowing whether he went how many can do that continue by faith he sojourned in a land of promise as a stranger or as in a strange country dwelling in tabernacles with isaac or isaac and jacob and heirs with him of the same promise for he looked for a city which had foundations whose builder and maker is God. Oh, glory. Through faith, also Sarah herself received strength to conceive. That's, that was, she's part of the heroes of faith because she received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child. When she was past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Yet, you see, you see how God is wonderful, though. You know I'm saying that he doesn't look at the mistakes we've made. All he looks at is our faith. Why? Sarah laughed. And God said, ah, you laughed. Why? Well, he didn't believe it. You laughed. And yet, when you are re reading the Bible, God is saying that Sarah was faithful. She judged God faithful. Because at the end of the day, it's not what you've done that counts. Glory to God. It's what you do afterward. I thought you put your hands together for Jesus. Co let's continue. 
therefore sprang there even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sun which is by the sea shore innumerable. These all died. All, so, these all died in faith, not having received the promise. Because Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. So they saw from afar. Because Abraham knew that the Messiah could come from him. But he didn't see him. But he saw him from afar. But this all, sorry, go back. This all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off. And were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Oh, glory. But many of Christians say, look, I'm entrenched in this earth. This is my home. The earth is my home and I'm not a going home. I'm not going anywhere. This is my home. Even if you are a millionaire, you hold onto a tree or you have a gas mask, oxygen mask. You are, you, you, you are, you, there's a tube, a house with no bacteria. You die still. You have a banker, you die in it. It is appointed unto men once to die. You can't escape it. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. But many Christians are in the country on earth. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country, let's continue for time's sake. But Hebrews 11 is awesome. Continue. Oh, did you skip Moses? Okay, no, I think it's next. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, okay, you continue. More time. We'll talk about faith later on. Yes, keep going. Yeah, uh, uh, that, that was talking about the seed, uh, 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 Jesus Christ, this part. Okay, continue. Good. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child or goodly child, and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, Moses, that's why he was a friend. Abraham was the friend of God. Moses was someone, Abraham didn't talk to God mouth to mouth. Abraham, even though he's the father of faith, before we continue, even though Abraham is the father of faith, God revealed himself to Abraham as El Shaddai. But God told Moses that, I revealed myself to your father Abraham as El Shaddai, but I did not make my ways known unto him as Yahweh. Or whatever is I am that I am. God revealed himself to Abraham as God Almighty, El Shaddai, Almighty God. But he did not reveal himself as the promise keeper, as Jehovah, as Lord, the promise keeper, the, the, the uh, Yahweh or Jehovah. He did not reveal himself to Abraham like that. But he revealed himself to Moses that way. Why? Why? Why did he reveal to himself to Moses? God, Moses said, who should I say sent me? Say, I am sent me. But what should I say his name is? I am that I am. I share, I hear, I share. I, I am. Who, who sent, who should I say sent me? I am that I am. Meaning that there's no, if, don't talk about names. Because, there's only one God. I am that I am sent you. Say that I am sent you. What should I say his name is? Then he said, 
Jehovah or Yahweh, actually Yahweh. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused. Now you see it. Refused to be called the son of the, in quote, God's daughter. Ramses. Continue. Because the pharaohs, when I read about the pharaohs in the old, the old time, before, many, time, many thousands of years before, Moses uh, uh, adopted uh, uncle. No, adopted grandfather. Is it Moses? Uh, go to the, the verse before. N next verse. By oh, no. Please, you know what I'm trying to do. Please get the verse for me. Yes. The son of Pharaoh's daughter. So, Moses' grandfather, the, in quote, God. Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of the, in quote, God's daughter. Because he wanted and was seeking for the one true God and not the false God. Oh, I thought you more people would put their hands together. So by faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused. I am no longer your, your, your son, mother. Yes, you raised me. I'm no longer your son. I'm no longer. Refused to be called. I'm no longer. Next verse. Choosing rather. to So this is the seeking God. This is how he chose to see God. Every, you see in the heroes of faith, everyone has their own way. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Continue. Why? This is important. St oh, this is. S esteeming the reproach of Christ, but he didn't meet Christ. Oh, yeah, he knew about Christ. He's the lawgiver. He knew about Christ. He talked about the one who God's word will be in him. That we must be careful to listen to him. Esteeming the reproach of Christ. Greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. So the difficulties you will experience in Jesus Christ, he esteemed it greater than the riches of Egypt or the treasures of Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Look at it in NLT, this verse. You are talking about how to please God and pleasing God by faith. It's not just saying, hey, I have faith. I'm getting the car. I received the car. Then I'm pleasing God. It's bigger than that. He thought it was better to suffer for the sake of the Mashiach, the Messiah, than to own the treasures of Egypt. Own the treasures of Egypt. For he was looking ahead to the great reward that God would give him. Oh, come on. Put your hands together for Jesus. That's Moses. Next verse. Then it goes on to somebody else. But by faith, he forsook Egypt. So number one, he, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. High rank. Number two, he decided to suffer affliction with God's uh, people rather than to for, uh, experience the treasures of Egypt. Then, then the next one is that he, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, next bit. Continue. 
Next verse. Thank you. By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. So he left Egypt. He forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, because the king was angry. The king wanted to slay him. Next verse. And he goes on. The Passover, firstborn, he goes on. Hallelujah. So, pleasing God by faith is very, very important. You can't look at how I am applying my faith or how he is applying his faith or how she is applying her faith to determine how you will apply your faith because our faith must be applied anyway. How do I see God? The way I am need to see God is different from the way you need to see God. Everyone and the, all we need to do is to seek God diligently. Sincerely. Diligently seek him. Sincerely and diligently seek him. And we do that by pressing towards him. By doing our best to follow him. What, what will please God? You have to think about it. So you start by saying, I want to seek God. How do I see God? Bible. Messages. Prayer. Then I'm seeking him. I'm seeking a relationship with him. Then in the Bible, what can I do to touch God's heart? What can I do? What are the things I can do and not do? What can I do? What does he like? Ooh, glory to God. That's why it was my quiet time. This is quiet time. Wh what does he like? Because I, 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 was, I was having my quiet time. I said, no, I, I want to know. I, was, I started with Colossians. Sometimes I just take a book as I led by the Spirit, and I start from chapter 1, verse 1. And then as I was in Colossians, that verse hit me. From uh, Colossians 1, 1 to 11, I've st I'm stuck. All this is from Colossians chapter 1, verse 1 to 11. How can I please him? Because I saw something about to, to, uh, uh, the knowledge of, let, let, me show you, let, let me show you what got me, where we, why we are here. Colossians 1, 1 to 11. I'll just read it. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timotheus, our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colossae, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus, in Jesus Christ and of the love which ye have to all the saints, for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven whereof ye heard before in the world of the, the word of the truth of the gospel, which is come unto you as it is in all the world, and bringeth forth fruit as it doeth also in you, since the day ye heard of it, and knew the grace of God in truth. These are some of where I got the, some of the, the ways to please God, but I'll tell you what got it. As ye also learned of Ephraphras, our dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ, who also delivered unto us your love in the spirit. For this cause, we also, since the day we heard of it, is verse 9 and 10, we heard of it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. 
Then I said, hey. So one of the points will be walking uh, uh, the knowledge of his will. That's one of the ways. So I said, wow. That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with all gentleness. I'm stuck here. That's where we have this. Look at, look at verse 11 in NLT and then we'll just continue the message so I can finish this point. Yeah, verse 10. Look at verse, verse 9 and 10. NLT. So we have continued praying for you ever since we first heard about you. We also, we ask God to give you a complete understanding of what he wants to do in your lives. And we, so I'm still studying this, just this verse, uh, to do in your lives. And we ask him to make you wise with spiritual wisdom. Next verse. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord. So, uh, that, that, so, what does it mean? That, that's, I, I ask myself, hey, if there's something about please the Lord, I want to know it. What, 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 is, what does this mean? Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord. And you will continually do good, kind things for others. All the while you will learn to know God better and better. I said, is it? So you have your quiet time. You look at the Bible. What can I do to please God? What can I do? I want to know you more. I want to know God more. I want to know what touches his heart. You are seeking him diligently. You are seeking God diligently. Then you'll be one of the people that God holds dear. I want to be one of the people God holds dear. Untouchable. Any enemy that tries to touch. Because you see, you don't know the relationship people have with God. I want to get to a point where God, I'm so close to God that God... Like Moses, do you, do, 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 do you know what's going on? Do you know what you and myself and him talk about? Do you know what is happening in the chambers that you were able to speak against Moses? And then God left them. I want a deep relationship with God. Yeah. And I pray that you also, where, it doesn't mean you are perfect. Oh, I lied today. No, I'm not, I, I try my best. That's one thing we must try not to do. As for lie, dear, we have to try not to lie. It's, 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 we should try. But I'm just using an example. Oh, I lied today. But, Lord, forgive me, but I want to please you. I'm looking for you. I'm searching for you. I need you. Oh, uh, God has asked me, if you have to choose me and anointing and all these different things, what do I say? You, I want you. I want you. Hey, but he knows how I like that. I want those things. <laughs> I want those things more than most people. But if I have to choose you, I don't want anything else. You, that's all I'm looking for. Nothing but you. Oh, but Jesus. That song, we all, you explained it. Oh, but Jesus. The, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. How many want Jesus? And then, as you are seeking him and you love him, it will not be difficult to serve him. Oh, it will not be difficult. You, 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 you need check marks and for, you, you need, no, no, no. If you, want, if you love God, 
you want to serve him. You want to serve him in church. You want to call people. You want to, you, you, you want to help others. If you love God, you, 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 the poor will be important to you. But, it's, but many people don't read the Bible enough because they're not seeking God enough to know that it's every book of the Bible. Just about every book of the Bible, God talks about his, his heart for the poor and his yearning for Christians and his people to help the poor. So they are very, as for the poor there, if you know me well, you see that when, when I hear about poor people, I take, I, it's a different level. Why? Not because I'm just there, I'm, I, I want to just love the poor. No, it's because it's something God likes. So I want to like it. And I'm praying that God will help me to like it because that is what he likes. Whereas other people, maybe their idea is to be bashing others. Maybe that, that's their idea of, 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 of seeking God. No problem. Everyone is what they want to do. But just make sure that that's what God wants. Because we all meet him. <laughs> For me, yeah, it's God. I'm not perfect. No one is perfect. I know I have many flaws. But at least ask for desire for God and to seek him. Oh, No one, yeah. By the grace of God. God knows that that is true. I'm not out of word, just at a time. Shall we stand to our feet? And let's speak to Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we give God the praise. We give God the glory. We give God the honor. We give God the praise. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Let's speak to God. Ask him to be gracious. Be gracious unto us. Lord, I pray for grace. I want to please you, Lord. I desire to seek after you. Ask him, Lord, give me the heart to seek for you. Give me the heart to long for you. Give me the heart to desire you, to, to, to search for you, to, to, to make you number one in every aspect of my life. Lord, tell him your imperfections. Oh, I cannot pray. Oh, I cannot read the Bible, but I know in my heart that I want you. Every, everyone and what it's possible. It just means that ask God, if I, whilst you are praying, Philippians chapter 2 verse 14. Whilst we are praying. Yes, let's keep praying. I want to just show you something. Philippians 2.14. Whilst we are praying. Oh, Jesus. No, verse 13. Verse 13. Oh, whilst we are praying. Yes, keep praying. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do. Of his good pleasure. So, oh God, I want to please you. I want to read my Bible. I want to pray. He is the one who would cause us to will to do it and the ability to do it. Yes, so pray. God. From now on, let's ask God. From now on, oh God, give me, draw me deeper into your word of truth. Oh God, from now on, may I not live a day without Jesus. May I not live a day without the word of God. 
may I not live a day without at least reading something in the word and benefiting from the word, at least something. Lord, may I love your word more than honey. May I love your word more than silver or gold. May I love you more than anything. Oh, I want to please you. Speak to him that way. Ask him for the grace to please him. Tell him that you are not perfect. That one, I say it all the time. That's a regular prayer for me. Yes, I'm not perfect, but Lord, make me perfect. Lord, I'm not perfect, but make me mature. Lord, I'm not perfect, but I want you. The imperfect person, he wants you. The imperfect person wants you. One of the things we talk about is one of the things that please God a lot. God said that, look, the Bible says that God, God knows that he does not want, a, he, he's not interested per se in a sacrifice from us. But he's interested in a broken spirit. A broken spirit. That, that is what is more interesting to him, a broken spirit. So speak to him, Lord, I, 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 I am not made, I, I'm not complete, but you are the one who will complete me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, may we all seek you. May we all desire to be in your presence. May we all make you the most relevant and important person in our lives. May nothing matter but you. May nothing matter but you. May you be the most important. What is more important than you? Oh God. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Give me the heart of David the king. Ask God for it. The heart of David the king. Because we know, oh God, as for David, yeah, you, you, you knew how much he loved you and how much he pleased you and how much he desired you. Give us the heart David had for you, oh God. David the king. We pray for that heart. We pray that you will make us men and women after your own heart. Who would sincerely say, as the deer panted after the water, Brook, so long get my soul after you. You alone are my heart's desire. May that be true and, 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 and sure in our lives. Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, speak to Jesus. Speak to Jesus. Speak to Jesus. Just speak to him. Ask him. Ask him for grace. Ask him for help. Lord, I want you. I want you, Jesus. I want you. Oh, what I want is Jesus. As a dear so my soul longed after
strength my shield. bless your name and worship you speak your word thank you for speaking your word to us thank you for loving us we want to please you that's all we want to do in jesus name amen and amen and amen hallelujah we may take our seats in the presence of the lord oh glory to god glory to god amen amen so i hope we've receive the word well and we are going to desire to please the lord amen glory to god so let's take out a good offering before we close amen let's take out a good offering if you have your offering you want to give something to the lord to honor him <clears throat> you can be on zoom it's fine here watching we want to give something to the lord you can give it father god bless our offering oh god in the name of jesus christ at nazareth amen 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 god bless you or those online of course those on zoom will remain but those online i just want to say god bless you thanks for joining until next time may the lord bless you or let's all lift our hands to the lord may the lord bless you and keep you May he cause his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto thee. And may he give you peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all online. Until next time, shalom, shalom. Amen. And God bless you.